0: Welcome back to Sister Allie Katz T, where we talk about all things church-related. And on today, we are going to continue our conversation about forgiveness slash unforgiveness. Now, on our previous episode, we talked about um, the one scripture that tells us the one sin that cannot be forgiven, and that's blaspheming the Holy Ghost. And we also talked about how Jesus began to tell his disciples that if your brother... Uh, sins against you seven times within a day and come back and repent of what they did to you that you have to forgive him. Also, I must say that in that same scripture the disciples begin to tell Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. in other words, help us, God, help us, O Lord. if I have someone that's sinning against me on seven seven times within a day, yes. I'm going to need some help with that. I'm going to need why because I am man wrapped up in humanity. We were created from the dust of the earth and God knows these things. So therefore, he gives us strength so that we can forgive and and he knows. He knows that's why the scripture is teaching us this that we have to forgive in such a way because he knows that it is um a struggle in our words it's a struggle for us to forgive especially when somebody is constantly sinning against us when somebody is constantly scandalizing our name when somebody is constantly abusing us when somebody is constantly molesting us so it is very hard as being man as being wrapped up in this human flesh To forgive when somebody constantly does the same thing over and over to us within a day. And Jesus is telling us we have to forgive. Why? Because there's only one sin that will not be forgiven. And that is the sin against the Holy Spirit. Therefore, everything else will be forgiven. So now that we've learned what the Bible tells us about forgiveness. Now let's talk uh, talk a little about it in terms that's close to home, close to um, what we uh, deal with on a daily basis, basically. Now, I've combined three different articles together to get to my point or get my point across, and I've combined the article from the Counseling Directory, an article from Mayo Clinic, and an article from John Hopkins Medicine. To get my point across here about forgiveness and unforgiveness. Now, unforgiveness is when we are unwilling or unable to forgive someone that hurt us. Now, we're talking about unforgiveness at this moment. Unforgiveness is when we are unwilling. Number one, it's our decision. We are unwilling or we are unable to forgive someone that hurt us. That betrayed us that broke our trust, or that caused us intense emotional pain. Now, these wounds can leave us with lasting feelings of anger and bitterness and even revenge. Now, we know that we have to forgive according to the scripture, and we know that unforgiveness, you know, is, or by not forgiving someone, which is unforgiveness, we know that this is our choice in most cases is our choice I would say in all cases it's our choice not to forgive it's a choice we always have a choice to do good or to do evil we have a choice to forgive and we have a choice not to forgive so forgiveness is a choice even though that person has hurt us that person has betrayed us that person has broken our trust or caused us intense emotional pain but we still have a choice to forgive that person so now i want to talk about A little bit about unforgiveness and what that does to us as an individual. Now, research has confirmed that unforgiveness has caused physical ailments in the body, in our bodies. And we do not forgive, we can become sick. In one form or fashion. And I want to give you a a few. I want to break down a few of those today. Number one. Cancer. Yes. Research has found. That 61% in men. And 59% in women. With difficult to treat cancer. Has been linked to unforgiveness. So if you are. Harboring unforgiveness in your heart, you are susceptible to getting cancer. Hear me today. Unforgiveness can cause your body to have cancer. Now, we've already talked about what the Scripture says. Now, we're, we're coming down to the natural. We didn't talked about the spiritual realm. <laughs> Let's go back to that. We talked about the spiritual realm, This what the Scripture tells us, what Jesus has told us. Now, we're coming down to the natural. We're bringing it down to home. We're bringing it to home. If we don't forgive, we are susceptible to cancer. And it's proven through research. Sixty-one percent of men, sixty-one fifty-nine percent of women that has the difficult to treat cancer, that that, that um, uh, disobedient cancer, that uh, uh, defiant cancer. Those people is found that is linked to unforgiveness. They're not forgiving someone. Somebody has hurt them across them in some way that they are not forgiving them thus they receive cancer in their body they open the door let's go back to the spiritual they open the door for cancer to walk in unforgiveness and bitterness now remember we read uh, we talked about in the first episode unforgiveness and bitterness are the number one wide open doors of access that the enemy uses to gain entry into our lives, unforgiveness and bitterness. So if we are harboring unforgiveness and bitterness in our hearts, in our souls, in our spirit, we are susceptible to cancer forming in our bodies. Number two, suppressed anger. People who get angry easily I mean, very easy, usually have issues associated with forgiveness. Somewhere deep down inside, they are not forgiving somebody. So, you know, they snap very easily. They get angry very easily. Because why? There is unforgiveness inside of their spirit, inside of them. It is called suppressed anger. Forgiveness is an essential element to help bring true relief and healing to anger. So if you are harboring unforgiveness, you have to forgive if you want to get rid of that anger. If you really want to heal your anger. Yes, I know and I understand that there are things that people do to us that um, is very, very, very hard to forgive. It's almost uh, uh, unforgivable sins. We can think of it in the natural sense. we We can say ourselves that it's unforgivable. However, we have to forgive in order to be free, in order to be free in our bodies, in order to be free in our minds, in order to be free in our soul, our spirit be free to go to heaven if you want to take it take it there let's take it there you want to be free to enter into the pearly gates you and me we have to forgive as hard as it may seem even the disciples told jesus lord increase our faith you're telling me that i have to forgive this person that continues continuously on a daily basis or seven times in a day to sin against me, to mistreat me, to manipulate me, to uh, um, abuse me daily, every day, constantly, on a constant basis. You're telling me I have to forgive this person? Yes, Jesus is telling us we have to forgive them. Why? Because we want our Father, which which is in heaven, to forgive us. Why? The scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes that we all sin. There's nobody perfect. We all sin. Therefore, we need forgiveness from God the Father. In order to get forgiveness from God the Father of our sins, our transgressions, our blasphemies, our misdeeds, in order for us to get forgiveness, we have to forgive those who have sinned against us, who have trespassed against us, who has blasphemed us, who has um, lied on us, who, who who's mistreated us. Whatever the case may be, we have to forgive them in order for the father to forgive us and we've read that so to get rid of that suppressed anger that makes you snap at a uh, at one word at a drop of a hat that means you need to forgive somebody number three low self-esteem lack of self-love stemmed from not forgiving yourself or someone who has introduced this self acceptance trigger in your life. So, either, well, I wouldn't say either. I say for myself that when there is a lack of self love and there's a lack of self acceptance and when there's a, a low self esteem, um, I, well, yes. I'll take that back. Yes, I feel like you yourself can um, allow that spirit to come in by the way you look at yourself and you uh, uh, imagine yourself and the way you compare yourself to others. Yes, you can open that door for low self-esteem to come in. And also, I believe that low self-esteem can come in through another individual, uh, how they treat you, what they say to you, how they... um, uh, plant seeds into your life. Say, for instance, an adult, how an adult plant seeds into a child's life. If you're always telling that child that they're never going to be nothing and they're no good and they can't do nothing right and everything is negative spoken toward that child, yes, you are speaking uh, these things on that child. You're speaking, you're allowing low self-esteem to come in uh, among other things among, among other more wicked and evil things to come into that child so yes i believe low self esteem comes in from us as an individual and from that which is introduced by someone else so low self esteem comes from uh, unforgiveness so we need to we need to forgive that parent that battered us and and called us out our name, all kinds of name. We need to forgive that friend that uh, bullied us or that that uh, schoolmate that bullied us and said all manner of things against us. We need to forgive that person, our co-worker that uh, mistreated us or, or did wrong against us, planted stuff, uh, treated us wrong. We need to forgive that person. We need to forgive ourselves for comparing ourselves to someone else. Um, saying that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not this and I'm not that. This person is wonderful. This person is great. This person is whatever the case may be. We need to forgive ourselves and we need to forgive others that allowed low self-esteem to come into our lives. So yes, we have to forgive to get rid of low self-esteem that means forgive ourselves and to forgive others bitterness we've already talked a little bit about bitterness bitterness which opens the door to depression (laughs) and we've talked about what depression does depression opens the door to suicide so we want to get rid of that bitterness because that is a main door that the enemy uses to come into our life and boy oh boy When that door is open, all kind of bad boys, bad demons, all kind of mean spirits come in through the door of bitterness. So we want to get rid of that bitterness. We want to forgive so we can close that door to depression. We can slam that door closed to suicide. We can close all those doors that are the doors that allow demons, just say it, to allow demons, because depression is a demon, it is a spirit, to allow spirits to come into our lives. We need to slam those doors, close, lock them, and you got to put 10, 20 locks on it. Close it and lock it up. Bitterness, get rid of that. Kick bitterness out of your life. Kick bitterness out the door. That is a spirit. Kick it out. Lock the door behind it in Jesus' name, amen. Now, constant worrying, which increases the risk of sleep deprivation and anxiety, and we're constantly worrying about what's going on in our lives in the natural realm, even in the spiritual realm. We can worry about what you know, what we've dreamed, and it first of all, if you dream something that it that bothers you, you need to. Rebuke it, cancel it, renounce it, uh, uh, whatever it takes to get rid of that out of your spirit, first of all. But we can constantly worry about things that's going on in our lives, like our finances, our family, our kids, our, um, our home, our marriages. These could be things on our job, a constant worry that brings on sleep deprivation and anxiety. Let me tell you, I have been there. I have been there where I couldn't sleep because of things on my job and I had anxiety, constant worrying, kick constant worrying out the door. Get rid of that and you can get rid of it through forgiveness. That's one way to get rid of that. Because we're talking about forgiveness, that's the way that we're going to talk about on today. Constant worrying, get rid of that unforgiveness and get rid of that anxiety. And that sleep deprivation now being susceptible to abnormal blood pressure, my god. If we are uh harboring unforgiveness, we know that it works with our body, our chemistry, our systems, our cortisol, it works with all of that. So it also works. We can have high blood pressure, basically. Or low blood pressure. Either way, it's abnormal blood pressure. Why? Because it's anxiety and it, 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 it bothers our, our insides and our hearts. So we, we don't want to go down that road. I just want to say it like that. Get rid of that unforgiveness. So you can have a complete heart a healthy heart walking around with high blood pressure why because we are not forgiving our brother and our sister no we are that means we're doing it to ourselves we're causing ourselves to have high blood pressure in this sense is not generational it's not blood pressure high blood pressure that came from my mom my dad and my grandmama my granddad no this high blood pressure or low blood pressure comes from anxiety, comes from unforgiveness. So we have to forgive that we can walk around with a healthy heart and that our blood will flow through our bodies as it's supposed to, as it was caused by God, as God made it to flow in the very beginning. We are the ones that take in things that cause uh abnormal abnormalities to our body. If it be generational or if it be something that we do ourselves by harboring unforgiveness, by uh, eating things that uh, cause, you know, cause our body to go to get out of sync to what God has called it to be. So it's our cause. And even with generational things, that's our ancestors has caused this to come upon us so it it, in the beginning God created us perfect but it's us we man that causes these things to come upon us Adam in the very beginning if Adam had not even though Eve was deceived and she ate the apple that was fine or ate the fruit that was fine but if Adam had not eaten that fruit Everything will still be perfect, but Adam himself, God made the covenant with Adam, not with Eve. Therefore, if Adam had not eaten that fruit, everything would be good today. But because Adam ate the fruit, everything went haywire. And I'm using, these are my terms. These are Sister Alicaz's terms. You can go and read the scripture for yourself in the book of Genesis. So it's what we do that causes these things to come upon us are we open these doors that the enemy can come in and trap us just like if we go back to adam and eve the, the it was the devil that deceived eden said oh you will be like gods if you eat this your eyes will be open and this and that these things that he told her he deceived her and by her accepting the words that he spoke to her or the seeds that he planted inside of her, she began to accept it and she began to wonder and ponder in her mind. Hmm, I will be like a guy I can know good and that I can see all these things. Therefore, I'm going to eat the apple. So she opened the door. Yes, he was there trying to plant the seed. But until she opened the door, which it, it, there was nothing that the enemy could do. There was nothing that he could do to her without her opening that door. When she opened the door, ate the fruit then she went and took it to her husband, which is Adam and if Adam had shut it down right then, then we would be living a different life. However, Adam opened the door and he broke the covenant that God had between him. So I'm just rambling right now, so let me let me get back on track. Heart disease. We just talked about that blood pressure. Heart disease is another uh, thing that research. Now, let me remind you, all this has been confirmed through research. That unforgiveness causes these ailments in the body. So, this is confirmed through research. Excuse me, that high blood pressure or abnormal blood pressure and heart disease is caused by unforgiveness. So, we don't want that to happen now, do we? So, let's read another scripture. And prior to that, let's just say this. Who hasn't been hurt? Who on this earth has not been hurt by the actions or the words of another? Let's let's say that first. Let's talk about that first. Who has not been hurt by the actions or the words of another individual? That's upon this earth. (laughs) Think about it. Yeah, we've all been. I'm going to answer that for you. We have all been hurt by the actions or the words of another. But we can look. Let us look at Luke 17 and 1. Where it states that the offenses will come. Let's look back at that. The Bible says offenses will come. And for example, perhaps your parents, they constantly criticize you or coworker sabotage you on the job. Or even your spouse or your partner had an affair. Perhaps you have had a traumatic experience, traumatized, such as being physically or emotionally abused by someone close to you or someone you have never known, which is common in this world today. You could be uh, physically and emotionally abused by someone off the street corner. Um, There are many instances where it's so prevalent, even in the United States, where uh, people are being kidnapped they're being taken and they're used as sex slaves they''re they're, they're sold into slavery it, it's it's awful it is in the world today. How about being manipulated by the church world? Now, let's 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 break it on down. We're coming home. How about being manipulated by the church world or giving up for adoption? What about being fired for no reason? What about being imprisoned for no reason? We see that happen a lot where the wrong person has been imprisoned for years and years and years and they never did it. Then, then 10, 20 years later, the cold case has been found that that person did not do it. And that's what they've been saying the whole time wrongly imprisoned. What about you being a parent and your child has been shot down for no reason at all? Just walking home from the school bus stop. Walking to the store to buy candy. Just, Just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Come on, let's bring it home. Let's think about it. For no reason these things happen. For no reason. And the list can go on and on. But do we forgive or allow unforgiveness to eat away at the life God has afforded us to have? In other words, are we going to harbor unforgiveness in our hearts against these people who've shot our child or imprisoned us for no reason or fired us for no reason or a parent that gave us up for adoption or the church world that manipulates us through... uh, um, We're just not even going to touch that. Or somebody that is physically or emotionally abused us. Are we going to harbor unforgiveness? Or are we going to forgive those? And go on and live a life that God has afforded us? What say you? What do you say? Are you going to forgive that person? And it could be multiple people. Are you going to forgive those multiple people? What say you? Hmm. Let's look at forgiveness again. Forgiveness means different things to different people. Hmm. Generally, however, it involves a decision. It is your choice to let go of resentment and thoughts of revenge. To turn the other cheek, as we can say. Especially when we ourselves are not perfect. We've already read the scripture. Everybody sins. But we're going to hold and stop right here. Because we're going to read some stories in the next episode. And we're going to see what Jesus has said about forgiveness. Yes, we're going to talk about forgiveness in the Bible on the next episode. So remember what we have learned in this episode, that research has confirmed that unforgiveness can cause physical ailments such as cancer, suppressed anger, low self-esteem, Bitterness, constant worrying, abnormal blood pressure, and heart to heart disease, just to say it the least. Yes, we've all been hurt by the actions and the words of somebody else. It's either we've been traumatized by physical or emotional abuse, manipulated by the church, Someone gave us up for adoption. We were fired for no reason, in prison for no reason. Or even if a child or a family member has been shot for no reason at all. But do we forgive the, that person or those people? Or do we allow unforgiveness to eat away at our life that God has forgive has given us, or God has afforded us, afforded us? Do we carry around unforgiveness and have bitterness and hatred in our heart? Do we walk around sick in spirit and in body because we harbor unforgiveness? What say you? What do you say about it? Hmm. We're talking about unforgiveness slash forgiveness on Sister Alley Cats T on today. And once again, I thank you for listening to Sister Alley Cats T, where we talk about all things church related. And guess what? I will talk to you soon. Be blessed.